You are listening to the weekly podcast of Life Change Christian Church. We pray you enjoy today's message. Let's just lift up our hands, O ye gates. If be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And let the King of glory come on in. Who is the King of glory? He's the Lord God, strong and mighty. The Lord God, mighty in battle. So whatever you're going through right now, let's just thank the Lord for deliverance. Thank the Lord for healing. Thank the Lord for restoration. For we've just gone through season of Teshuvah, a season of a reset, a revival, a redoing. And so this morning or wherever you are, whatever time zone you're in, I'm here to encourage you and to remind you of the atonement because some are walking around being deceived allowing their emotions to get the best of them and so will allow shame and guilt some of us will use a work theology how good I am or what good acts have I done. So let me just set the stage to remind us because the church is in a crisis because many have taken on legalistic ways of if I follow these commands, if I do certain things, if I dress a certain way, if I eat or don't eat certain things, Some have even taken it so far to say I could do anything and whatever, however, whatever. But let's get back to the main thing. The church. Humanity's church. For when Adam and Eve sinned, literally sin is separation from God. Some people want to make hell a place where you go. But the first hell is separation from God. That is hell. And I don't care about what the writer said, whether if I make my bed in hell or where uttermost part, if God is not there, it is hell. Separation. And so... atonement trying to take place throughout literally meaning how to bring back together how to reconcile how to make it work because the verdict was out guilty guilty we did it guilt we allowed it guilt it took place But in Leviticus, 
16 it says over and over and over again we you know there was offerings that took place with animals Leviticus 16 Old Testament 29 to 30 said for on this day shall atonement be made for you to cleanse you you shall be clean before the Lord from all your sins separation from all your separation so this is where we get this term Yom Kippur for on the day of atonement meaning something was going to happen that you would be cleansed see we've taken on so many times we've separated religions and all of that Judaism Judaism Christianity Muslim but at the end of the day the biblical text says that there was a sin that caused us to be separated and on a day that there would be a day where all our sins will be cleansed from so that day literally means in, in the Jewish terminology, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. It is a day during that time when the high priest of Israel would make an atonement for the sins of the nation with a blood sacrifice. And so Ephesians 30 and 10 says, Aaron shall make an atonement on his horns once a year with the blood of sin offering of atonement. He shall make atonement for one in a year throughout the generations in his so this term literally means atone is to make two persons listen to this atone means to make two one at one at one we're two at one moment atonement reconciles comes to a state of completion of reconciliation Reconcile where two different mindsets, two different ways of doing, two different ways of become one. Atonement literally happened when God came down at one moment in time in history, took on a garment of flesh, took on, God took on at one, took on and reconciled humanity with divinity at one moment we see that through the full name through the person of jesus the christ who god himself 100 god took on 100 man at one moment atonement happened when he hit hit the earth we just see the manifestation on the cross come on somebody i'm already teaching what God did was he brought reconciliation to where there was crisis to where there was a crisis in humanity God at one moment atonement brought reconciliation for the Bible says it like this in Romans the writer said for the wages of our sin the wages the work that happened to create a separation brought forth death but thank God for the but but the gift of God, the gift, the one that took on and brought that at one moment in time, brought two things for the wages of sin, his death, but 
the gift. So wage and gift, wage and gift. The gift came in with the wage and brought life. The prophets. See, I got to help somebody because we are getting to, even in Christianity, a lot of people are using all these titles. And I'm here to destroy and to make it known. Stop running after titles, church. <laughs> and run after the anointing of God. Somebody said it this way, and I saw it fitting. Let me see if I could quickly find it. Somebody getting something if you are just put in the chat. Hallelujah. Put in the chat. Amen. Chat back. This is your, your quick moment to chat with. just about blessing you and there's no kind of conviction and no type of instruction prophets deal with nations prophets deal with changing of systems come on somebody come with me today break every chain that's what prophets did to break every chain to break every chain to break every chain break every chain break every chain father that's our prayer that this coming year there will be chains broken Father, for even in our economic system, there's a inflation, and there's a unbalance, but Lord, break, break, break chains. Break it in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. For there's more oppression, more mental breakdowns, people struggling. Not knowing how things will, ends will meet. They've depended on a system. They've depended on people. But those things are not the answer. So they'll pick up things, whether it's substances or whether it's gadgets to try to express the pain and express the hurt. Father, they become demonized out of their expression or it affects people's well-being in life. Father, we come against these systems 
in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you will use prophets to speak to nations of what thus saith the Lord according to the biblical text that we will use, that we will take time to study the culture, the historical, the economical, what concerned God, and then speak what God said. Thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Let me say to somebody, because I don't know who this is for, maybe somebody is entertaining voices. Oh, I hear you. Entertaining voices that have you dependent on what they say to determine what you do and how you act. It's the spirit of manipulation, spirit of control. Let me encourage you, pray, ask God for revelation, ask God for wisdom, ask God to open up your mind, ask God to speak to you in dreams and give you clarity. That's what that's a clarity to know what steps you should take, what steps you should make. Let me even say to somebody, some things the Lord speaks as you are doing life. So look at your day introspectively. Look at things that are going on. Listen to things that people may say you haven't even said anything, but something might be said, something might be done that will cause you to say that person didn't even know, but God is speaking. God will speak through people. God will speak through situations you don't need your personal word from a let me let me say this somebody said it very clear and I'll just emphasize and I'll move on but they said biblical prophets call nations to repent to turn while today's prophets never speak about repentance. Biblical prophets, and y'all do your, do your homework, because we all have the ability to do, to read, to take time to analyze, to ask questions of the biblical text. That's why the book is here. But prophets warned about God's wrath. Somebody said today's prophet strokes people's egos. Listen clearly to what somebody may say. Biblical prophets warned against idolatry, false worship, idols. Where somebody said, but today's prophets predicts only positive outcomes. Soulmates, job promotions, increase. Biblical prophets, they said, emphasizes the obedience to God. While today's prophets emphasizes worldly pursuits of happiness. 
to be saved. Biblical prophets you would find often the humble. Check out Jeremiah, a weeping prophet. Prophets, they didn't want their sense of who they were were being judged, laughed at, having to walk around and looking obscure and looking, look at John, the Baptist. I mean, no one wanted to really, thought he was weird. Biblical prophets are humbled and hated by many. Dr. Martin Luther King, Sojourner Truth, Harry Tubman, Frederick Douglass. While biblical prophets today, I'm prophetess, I'm prophet so-and-so, prideful and popular. Needless to say, 100% accurate, biblical prophets. While modern day prophelies will give generalized, vague, psychic readings. Whereas every biblical prophet pointed to Christ, the Messiah. And they said here that you will find often that scriptures are quoted out of context only to speak of some blessings or to make people feel guilty to give, to do something that they want done because one may go against their authority. And so we find, let me go back, that was for somebody not part of my notes. I even had to find it for you. So please take that and understand what a true prophet is. For the prophet of Jeremiah declared in Jeremiah 31, 31, he said, the days are coming, declares the Lord. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. What did I just say biblical prophets do? They are 100% accurate. They speak what the Lord says. And it comes to pass. And so he said, what you're going to find in the days that are coming now. This was Jeremiah was in like 600, 700 BC. Yeah, hundreds of years before this prophecy came to pass. Hundreds. He wasn't even alive. And a new covenant came. Today's message is church crisis, the verdict. Church, we got to get back to the verdict. Because we have forgotten that humanity was on trial. Humanity was guilty. Humanity was separated. Humanity was distant. Humanity was lost. Humanity was dead. Humanity turned on itself and judged and set up systems, set up laws, set up things. Humanity. The verdict was out. The right even said for the world was condemned already, but where it should have been guilty in punishment, the writer then kicked it and said, but for God so loved the world 
Woo! Church, let's not forget that God loves the world. Therefore, church, let's not forget that if God loves the world, that we need to be concerned about what God loves about the world. That in trial, God gave something to deal with the penalty of the crime. He gave himself. At one moment, God gave humanity atonement. The writer of Hebrews makes it clear that without something, there can be no atonement. So the writer in Hebrews 9.22 said, indeed, under the law, just put up the scripture for me. We're not going to put the whole thing. I got it. Just put up so people can get it. Not that. Hebrews 9.22. Hebrews 9.22. Let's put that. Hebrews 9.22. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Hebrews 9.22 says that. Everything under the law has to be purified with the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Now, in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, the high priest had to make the sacrifice in a very specific way within the holies of holies in the temple once a year. He would give blood as a ritual uh, because the blood of bulls and goats was not sufficient to cover. Remember, we talked about the church, uh, the whole covering. We got to be covered. What covers us? It is the blood. So, Jesus, God, gave his blood, his life, covered us, the blood. So the Hebrew writer confirms it, that after Jesus died, see I'm talking about atonement, see there's, there's, it ain't just pull stuff, this is what he's done for us so that you can now live a life of purpose, a life of meaning, a life of Christ, come on jumping let me go back so Jesus died and he rose again and he ascended into heaven he entered not into the holy places made with hands which are copies of the things but in heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf nor was it to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest did years ago but he offered himself once and for all come on what offered himself once for all that at the end of ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hebrews 9, 24 through 26 says, Jesus became our high priest, poured out his blood in the heavenlies of heavenlies for all time and for all mankind, humanity. Jesus, at one moment in time, gave his sacrifices life gave his blood so that we may be covered at one moment in time so the verdict is clear and it says it like this 2 Corinthians 5 17 that if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has passed away and behold the new has come what am I saying here in other words, we was dead due to separation of sin. 
But now, due to the atonement, we are alive again in Christ. So now the Bible says the life that you now live is in Christ. Your life now is in Christ. The things that you're doing is in Christ. Your purpose, your call, the things that, your passion, everything is in Christ to what? To bring life. You was dead, but because of what Christ did, the atonement, the sacrifice, we're now brought in reconciliation. There is an agreement with what God's will is for our lives, for what God's purpose is for the world, for what God loves, we love, for what God hates, we hate, for what God stands for, we stand for, for what God is about, we are about. And so now you are with and reconciling your part on this earth to be the hands and the feet of Jesus, to be the one to bring forth light, to be the one to be the salt of the earth, to be the one to be part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation, to be the one to be used of God, to be the one to be able to be an ambassador come on somebody to be the one to be able to be used to be able to speak not to bring judgment to a world that's all you don't bring judgment to something that's condemned you bring hope you bring a verdict you bring peace you bring my god salvation you bring liberation you bring an answer you be the one that god uses in such a time as this to bring restoration my god revival to bring revelation, to bring uh, 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 re, 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 restoration back. And so we see it like this in Luke chapter 15, where, as you all know, this famous story. But let me just remind you what atonement looks like. This is what it looks like, that where the son was dead. The son was dead. Because in the scriptures it says, my son that was dead is now alive. My son that is dead is now alive. I want to talk to somebody because some of you all may have felt like your life had no meaning. Your life has no meaning. You're running after things, running after all of this stuff. What was dead is now alive. Atonement has brought life. Y'all see this? Jesus showed it on the cross. He died. Atonement went down three days in the grave, dead. But three days later, we sing about it. We shout about it. We talk about it that on Easter, although it's really Resurrection Sunday. We talk about it on Resurrection. He's alive. It's a new beginning. It's all showing us that what was dead in humanity, humanity was dead purpose was dead separation from God was real but God himself brought revelation brought re life brought revival brought restoration brought renewal he brought it for us so that we may now live this life in Christ so that now whatever we do my God, whatever we do in Christ will succeed. Whatever God is called, many are trying to look for purpose, look for their calling, look for this. Stop looking for all that and begin to live. It's time to live again. Live in Christ. For if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. It's time for you, my God, to walk into your newness. My God, it's a grace thing and people don't understand. They, The, the brother could not understand when the, the father just said, come on, bring the fatted calf. Accept my son that was dead is alive again. There's 
some things, some people, some situations that will not understand, that will not know, that will not know what's going on. But I'm here to prophesy the scriptures. You was dead, but now you're alive again. And this life that you're living is now in Christ. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Stop trying to, 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 to live up to other people's expectations, to other situations. Stop trying to live according to a westernized Christianity culture that says you got to dress a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way. You got to have all these titles. You're looking, running after conference, conference, la, la, uh, running after this self-help uh, church, youth uh, group, certain things. All of that is meaningless. My God, you live the life that is in you. You live your purpose. If your purpose is whatever God has said, it's not fabricated. It's not what some school has said or some, some institution has said or what church. You know, we play all of these games and all of this stuff we're living after, running after. But if anyone is in Christ, woo, you have been atoned for. The verdict is clear. Stop living under guilt. Stop living under shame. Stop living under people's criteria for what they say you should be in the church. Stop living according to uh, all of what the world is saying. Get in prayer. Find out what God has called for you to, to who you are. Not to be who you are. When you find out who you are, then you will be what God has called for you to be. Come on, somebody. Folks are now trying to, to use the church's entertainment to get a stage using uh, a platform, the, the pulpit, for self-help talks and for their own sense of, of voice and presence and for them to feel some sense of status. If I never preach on a pulpit, if I never have another uh, video to share, I'm living what I believe with myself. What God says to me is for me and I'm just sharing some insights with you so that you can understand the voice of God. What God is saying to you, how God is speaking to you. It's a grace thing. Grace has been given. And now it's time for grace to be applied. Could I encourage you before we close, because my time is up. It's now time to apply. <laughs> it's now time to apply. It's time. What does apply mean? I just heard it like an application. Put your application of grace in. It's time for you to do some things that you never thought you could do. It's time for you to begin to walk in the things that God has called for you to do and you've been hesitant or you felt like you didn't, uh, uh, you, you didn't feel qualified enough. It's time for you to trust in God and begin to walk every day in his presence and see how God will show up in your situation. How God will show up and show out in situations and circumstances. Somebody said to me this week, bring down a little bit. Somebody said to me this week, they said, when you come into to this place, it just changes the atmosphere. It, 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 it changes the setting. It makes things a little lighter. Now, see, they didn't know how to explain it, but they knew something goes on. You want to be with God. If anyone be in Christ, where when you get into places, it'll change atmospheres. When you get into places where those who don't have a voice, you'll begin to advocate for and say, but thus saith the Lord. Now you may not say the Lord, but the Lord is moving and working. My God, when you see situations and circumstances that can be changed, your presence, your voice, 
some folks who say, well, Carl, when you just say things, it causes, it's like a different. I don't know what it does, but all I do is what God says to me. And if God says, speak, I speak. If God says, be there, I'll be there. If God says, do X, Y, and Z, I'm, and I don't carry no title of a prophet. Some have called me pastor, that's great, but I don't live for that title. My name is who God has called for me to be. I am what God has called for me to be. And if it's to be a prophet, if it's to be a healer, if it's to be a deliverer, if it's to be one, just to be a lifesaver, if it's just one for presence, I'll be whatever God will need for me to be. Because my life is not my own. I am brought with a price. My God and my body is a living sacrifice. Oh, it's a living sacrifice. That's why some things I got to do and can't just put anything in my body because my body is a living sacrifice. I got to think of some ways of how I eat. And yes, I understand. I hear you, Pastor Tamika. There's some foods that now are genetically modified and they try to kill us with certain uh, artificial stuff. But be aware. Focus on your health. Get your immune system together. Take your vitamins. Eat healthy. Come on, somebody. Watch what you're doing because you've got life to live. God can only use your life on this earth. For when it's over, it's over. But while you're here, you might as well go to the gym. Start talking out what you can't do and start talking about what you can do. God wants you to use an economic system to be able to use that system that will build inheritance to your children's children. Stop running after the hokey dope of getting Christmas gifts because a system has told you that's what you need to do. Stop, get your investment plans together. Get your finances together. Start thinking of God's economy. Start listening. And if you don't have it in the money, that's okay. Your life can be an investment. Pour into Pastor Lawrence. Pour into the next generation. My God, put wisdom and put understanding in them and show them the way of the world and tell them how the system has been used. Thank you, Judy. Come on. Has been used, my God, to affect us, a people and to affect lives. That's it, Pastor. Come on, Judy. Where God is giving you a passion now. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. My God, God allowed some things, Judy, for you to go through now that you can speak to. See, this is what atonement is like. Where there was sin and separation, God can come in at one moment and bring reconciliation to be concerned about what he's concerned about. To be able to be a voice, to be able to be a presence, to be able to be the hands and feet where folks have felt marginalized, felt like God's forgotten about them. Medicine can't handle it. Counseling can't do it. People can't do it. But my God, when you step on the scene, God's presence. Oh, I've got to stop. My time is up. I know y'all ready to watch football. I know the Eagles are about to come on. And, and I know somebody's looking at for, for what is his name? Justin, is that what his name is? Y'all looking for? But let me just take you out this way. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Somebody, I'm going to give y'all 30 seconds. 
just to give God some praise because this is going to be a year of resurrection coming from the dead coming forth new things see with atonement atonement isn't resuscitation atonement isn't about reviving and literally what atonement is is that something that is dead you can't resuscitate the dead as I heard Otis Moss say you can't resuscitate you can only resuscitate when there's life there but what do you do when there is no life it's dead Jesus even said let the dead bury the dead it's nothing there but what we found with atonement woo, was the dead was resurrected Woo! I am the resurrection I am the life he that believes in me though he were dead yet 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 means right now yet means it's heaven yet means you can bank on it yet means you can you can live your life on it yet yet believes on me shall live and so i'm here to say to you let this be a year of resurrection resurrect dreams resurrect purpose resurrect call resurrect what god has said over your life and begin to do what has seemed to be dead so judy resurrect and bring life to where they say cancer speak life to where there's poverty speak life to where there's hopelessness speak life of hope where there's been dreams broken people are hurting and people are dying and people are homeless and people are struck in despair it's time to resurrect 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 it's the year of resurrection it's a year of doing it over again it's a year of grace given and now time to apply grace you've been given grace atonement now it's time to apply grace church the verdict is apply grace stop judging stop being hypocrites stop trying to marginalize stop trying to put labels Stop trying to put people in boxes. Stop trying to malign people's character, their sexuality, their gender. Grace was given. It's time for us to apply the grace that was given and say, this is the year of God's favor. It is a jubilee. It is time to resurrect. It's a time to live again. It's a time to come home. It's a time to rejoice. It's a time to rest. See what God is doing. In the prodigal son, the father didn't ask where he was, didn't ask what he was doing, didn't show him his sin, didn't blame him, didn't judge him. He said, my son, humanity that was dead is alive again. It's time, church, to live again with healing, breakthrough, deliverance.
lightning is happening. I feel somebody got them falling back. Got them like that. Got their sense of self back. So depression, dead. Suicide, dead. It's time to live again. Time to dream again. Time to hope again. Time to believe again. Time to trust again. Time to do what God has said again. Time to call those things that are not so they are again. Go forth. Live. You shall live and not die. In decree. In declare. The works of God. The glory of God. The presence of God. The peace of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clap your hands. Stomp your feet. It belongs to you. God did it for you. He died for you. He paid the price. What can wash us from our sins? But the blood of Jesus What can make me whole again? Nothing, nothing, nothing But the blood, all blood The crimson blood His blood was shed His blood was given So you can dance So you can live So you can move So you can do He's called. Go forth. Break out. Break through. Break forth. This is the year of the Lord's paper. This is the year for blinded eyes to open. This is the year for the captives to be set free. This is the year. This is your year. Walk in it. Decree it. Proclaim it. Live it. To live again. like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.